Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Soaring with Eagles today. We are very happy, once again, to be with you. And uh, these next few shows, we're going to be having a number of, I would say, controversial is what I'm trying to say, controversial and transformational uh, topics. We will have a number of those types of topics for you. Uh, We're looking forward also to our interview uh, in another few weeks with Sharon Lecter. Uh, She is a very, very phenomenal woman and she also wrote Think and Grow Rich uh, for Women. She's currently on the world tour that they're doing, the Think and Grow Rich the Legend, the Legacy Tour. And so we're happy to add her to the list of people that are in that circle that will be joining us. Today, we will be looking at this word. Okay, so if you are watching or if you're on Voice America, you would see that the show today is about a deadly business. And what what does the word sugar have to do with business? Well, it has a lot to do with business. And we're going to be talking about various aspects of that today. I have a number of stats to share with you. I have a number of alarming uh, stats, actually, some that people have already heard, but it's something that you really need to take to heart. And this is a worldwide epidemic. This is a worldwide issue. And it's a worldwide business. Many, many companies are making uh, hundreds of thousands of millions of billions of dollars uh, on this one word, whether it is in, in revenue for their business because uh, they put sugar in all of their products, or whether it's because of stores that are selling product uh, that has sugar in it, or whether it's even because of uh, the rise in healthcare costs related to sugar-related illnesses and death. And this is something that stems across uh, a number of countries across the world. This is not just related to America. Some of the stats I have and some of the things I'll be talking about today uh, will be related to America, but there's also some things I have related to worldwide issues. So uh, as we jump into this, uh, for those who are watching, you can see that I actually have the word sugar uh, written on my face. Uh, The Voice America guys are like, you have something on your face. I'm like, yes, it's the word sugar. And uh, this is very important for me. Uh, I do have a number of people that have been in my life uh, that are no longer with us, uh, and then some people that are right now struggling with health-related issues due to uh, being overweight, due to obesity. And those words, uh, both of those words have two different meanings. Uh, We'll also talk about uh, BMI uh, and and what that means, and we'll talk about some things that we can do in our day-to-day life that can help us. Uh, I did poll a few people. Uh, Thank you for those who gave me information about, you know, what is the best way to start your day? What is what is it that gets you going in the morning? And uh, some people did say things related to meditation, to prayer, to uh, reviewing of goals, uh, affirmations, um, 
being grateful, a number of things that people do in the morning, uh, reviewing their schedule so that they know exactly what it is they have to do for that day. And another thing has to do with, do we eat breakfast or do we have some kind of nutrition in the morning to get us started? And um, so we'll be talking about the schedule of, of, of what people do uh, to get started, but also what is, is considered um, a lot of different angles that people have on, on the best way to eat throughout the day, uh, what to eat and what not to eat. Uh, there's also some controversy about uh, calories. Uh, are calories calories? And, you know, all calories count the same or, or do they not? You know, if it's related to fruits and vegetables versus things that we know are, are considered processed food. So as we get into this, uh, I want you to think about the various things that we're saying. There's so much research out there. There's so many different studies and statistics. People just kind of get confused on what to do and what not to do. But this is, this is big business. And this also affects business. You as an entrepreneur, you as a CEO, uh, VP, director, whatever you may be, or you're even just you know, you work as a janitor or you work as an accountant or you're in finance or you're working in manufacturing on the floor. This word is a huge word, sugar. And this is something that, again, it's big business from a health perspective, because if you have health related issues because you've had too much sugar in, in your daily intake, then that causes you potentially to lose days on work. It causes you to have other health-related symptoms. Uh, it causes cancer. Sugar causes cancer as far as, you know, the, the overindulgence in it. Uh, there's various types of cancer that, that is caused by sugar. Obviously, diabetes and what comes along with that. So it doesn't matter where you are in life, uh, what you do for employment or even if you're not employed. Okay, this is something that affects every single person on this planet. And what we choose in our life to do or not do related to this word uh, will will basically track our future, okay? So here on Soaring with Eagles, we talk a lot about business. We talk about millionaire, billionaire mindset. We talk about, you know, how to attain wealth so that you can have give back models. But in any of those instances, uh, one of the things that you, you will know for sure is that people who are on that path, for the most part, they're on a path, they're on a journey. And part of that journey is their health. Okay, so there's a lot of companies now that have uh, fitness centers, gyms and things of that nature on site. Uh, they also have candy jars and other things on people's desks too. But a lot of places do have uh, fitness centers and a lot of CEOs, a lot of different people that are in business and people who have money, they do start their day and have throughout their day that there's some type of exercise that they do to keep themselves healthy because you can't enjoy your money or you can't do all of the things that, that you need to do during the day if you don't have good health. So, of course, there's uh, little indulgences here and there. But for the most part, if you look across a lot of the, the tycoons and the people that we've uh, reviewed on this show, uh, and even last week we talked about a number of people uh, that were head of industries, they are pretty healthy people for the most part. And why is that? Well, part of that is, is their, their, their eating habits, okay, and what you intake. And sugar is one of those things that uh, there was a documentary 
that I watched recently and some of the information is actually from that documentary and some is just from, from stats that, that I've gathered over the years um, and, and I'm sharing with you today. Uh, that particular documentary was called Fed Up, and that was one that came out early on in around 2014 that gave a number of, of, of stats and, and, a, and a lot of information about sugar. Now, we've also watched, my husband and I are into documentaries, we watched uh, Sugar Coated, and, and there's a number of other ones that, that have the word sugar in it that I can't remember, but, but all of those are talking about the fact that this is big business, and we need to, to really, really pay attention to what's going on in our lives, what's going on with our children, what's going on with babies. I mean, there's babies that, that, that are, are overweight and obese. And part of that is not because of, of the mother doing anything wrong necessarily. There's a lot of sugar in formula baby formula. Okay, so you need to be careful uh, if you're breastfeeding as well uh, of your, your sugar intake because that goes straight into your, your baby. Uh, and, um, but in, in formula, just in general, there, there's sugar. So there's a lot of different studies, a lot of different uh, documentaries and shows and articles that talk about reading the label. And so that is very, very real. You need to do that. But you also need to do additional research related to those foods. Because did you know that there's a lot of labels that don't even have the sugar noted on the label? There's, there's still companies that are not following the, the guidelines of uh, the, the USDA. And, and even if they do, uh, or even FDA related to some other things, but even if they do, there's still portions of it that is not in the label. And then we have all of the different types of labels, whether it says no fat or low fat and, and things of that nature. Uh, you need to also look what it has in there related to sugar. So back in the 1970s and 1980s, there were some things that happened and there was a number of studies and, and even legislations that you can look at where uh, there were some changes that were made. And some of those changes had to do with how food was labeled and with People having an emphasis on fat, the word F-A-T, they took their, their emphasis and their focus off of the word sugar. And so companies started producing foods that would have on the label that they were low fat or less fat or 50% less uh, related to the word fat. But when you turn it over and look at the label, they've increased the sugar. Okay, they've increased the sugar. So now we have this epidemic where there's people all over the world that are overweight as well as obese. Now, overweight is different than obese. It, it's, you know, you have your normal weight of which there's even controversy on that related to what is the normal weight for your particular height. Uh, excuse me, but there's also looking at whatever that weight may be that there's the overweight condition, which is a little bit over where you know that you should be, maybe on how your clothes feel or fit, uh, what you're used to. And then there's what is considered obese. And so with that being the case, I really want us to focus on this business of sugar and the fact that there have been companies that are, are health related that have even uh, combined up and, and partnered up with, for instance, one study was with Coca-Cola to have it actually stated that soft drinks 
don't cause obesity. And the the person that was on this particular documentary and then in even the other articles that, that I reviewed uh, was saying that they don't cause obesity. Okay, so it's obviously a contributing cause because of all of the sugar that's in it. And even if you drink diet soda, there's studies related to that as well, where you think that diet soda is okay because it says the word diet, but your your brain, there, there's triggers that... that uh, based on what goes into your mouth, if it does have that sweet taste, your body thinks that it's getting something sweet. And sometimes it actually reacts the same way as it would if you just went on ahead and had whatever the, the, the sugar item was. So we need to be careful related to falling on things that say diet, low fat or no fat. So make sure that you, you take a look at labels and even on some things, like I said, you cannot necessarily always uh, believe what is on the label, unfortunately. And you can't always even believe what is uh, in some of these different studies and, and documentaries and things of that nature. If it's anything other than eating fruits and vegetables, certain kinds of fruits uh, and vegetables and, and making your meals yourself so that you actually know exactly what's in it uh, and only having wholesome ingredients, then if you don't do that, then you are most likely going to be eating sugar. Now, one of the studies stated that there is like 80% or more of what is in the grocery store on the shelves today contains sugar. And that's condiments, whether it's ketchup or mayonnaise, there's sugar, obviously in breads, there's sugar. There's even sugar in things that you wouldn't even think there would be sugar in. And some people think that cereal is okay to eat cereal because it has no sugar. Well, if you turn over the box and look at it, there is sugar already in it. And it's not just because it's not frosted that there's no sugar, there's sugar in cereal. And so looking at sugar and, and the carbohydrates, um, but today our, our focus is, is on this one word. So one of the things that, that I really want you to do excuse me, is to be informed, to be informed. And one thing that on Fed Up that they did is they had this health challenge that they want people to do 10 days without sugar. Okay, 10 days without sugar. Now, this particular photo that I'm holding up uh, for those that are just listening in, it's a person who has a handful of pizza and burgers and things of that nature than a person who has a handful of vegetables, okay? Now, if you're going to do a challenge to try to wean yourself off of sugar, you need to understand what types of food actually have sugar in it and, and what that does. Even french fries has, has sugar in it or it turns, it turns to sugar. And when we, when we go into later on in the show, looking at some of the things that you can do, we'll be looking at the differences between the types of foods that you, you should be eating versus those that you should cut back on or basically not have at all. And what is the reason for that? Well, this is one thing I want to hold up and show you, and then I'll explain for those who are on Voice America, is that this is a, a picture of your brain. And uh, based on this particular scan, it's looking at the effect that cocaine has on the brain versus the effect that sugar has on the brain. And it's basically the same, or actually sugar is even brighter 
the sugar is actually even brighter than the one with the cocaine, okay? And some studies have stated whether you believe the eight times or not, it, even if it's two times or three times or four times, but this says that sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine. Sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine. Because think about it. When you start eating sweets and eating more and more of it, you get that candy bar, you get uh, that piece of pie, that piece of a cake. Uh, you can't, you, you have an issue sometimes not getting another piece because it just felt so good to you and tasted so good. And it has uh, those chemicals in it that makes you want more. It makes you want more. And so when we do have these urges, it's because of the fact that we're addicted. Now, a lot of people don't even want to admit that they're addicted to sugar, but I bet you if you try to do this challenge and I want you to all to message me, you can privately inbox me or you can put it on Facebook or you can email me at G3QARA at gmail.com. That's G3, the number three, QARA at gmail.com. And let me know that you're going to do this 10 day challenge, at least 10 days. If you can go further than that, or just have a whole lifestyle change, that would just be completely awesome. <laughs> um, I know I probably won't be able to do like a complete life change and not have sugar ever again, but I am going to do this 10 day challenge. My husband said that he was going to, to do it as well. And, but it starts with the first day. And that's what he said. Like, we can't just be so gung-ho to try to do 10 days and can't make it through the first day. So let's just say a one-day challenge at first and then go to two, three, four days and let's see if we can make it to the 10 days together. Now, what I want to look at right here is uh, this says eight signs that you have a sugar addiction, okay? You reward yourself with sweet treats. So you do something on your job or at home or with the kids or whatever and you celebrate with yourself with something sweet. You crave complex carbs, bread, and pasta. All of those things have sugar or actually turn into sugar in your system. Another sign that you may be addicted to sugar is that you eat more sugary snacks than you intend. So you get started on something and you, you don't take some out to have and then save the rest for later. You just bring the whole bag of whatever it is or the whole candy bar and, and eat the whole thing. Or even if you, you do take a little piece of it, I have a Hershey's bar right here. You don't just take a piece of it and put it away. You, you eat the whole thing. Or let's say you take a piece and put it away and then you think like, wow, that really tasted good. So you just go and get the rest of it. You tried, but you just had no willpower. That might be a sign that you're addicted to sugar. You crave sweets after every savory meal. So just because there's people in our lives or even, you know, we were raised with having dinner and having dessert, that's not exactly what, what you need to do. And, and dessert is something that can be subjective. You can have a nice set of vegetables or fruit. You can have something that is a natural sugar as opposed to a dessert, which would be like a pie or a cake. Another sign that you may be addicted to sugar, you've tried to cut back on so much sugar, but you just can't. Another sign, number six, is you have a sugary sweet hidden secretly for yourself. Now, I know that that's me, that I have a number of things from time to time. Uh, sometimes I get sleepy when I'm driving, and so I have uh, a few things in the car so I can make sure uh, that I make it. But I also have carrots, 
I have rice rolls and I have uh, sugar snap peas and other things that when I ask people if they want to share my snacks, they don't want to share those snacks. They want the cookies and the other things. But um, but I do normally walk around and I've been I've been accused of being a little bit different or eccentric or, or weird. I've been called because I do have sugar snap peas in my purse. They last for a couple days unrefrigerated. You can just eat them uh, during the day. And then I have some the next day and then I do put them in the refrigerator. But I'm just saying sometimes I have those and packs of carrots and things, uh, nuts in my purse. Let's get back to the list before we go back on uh, before we go to break. The next one is you binge on sweets uncontrollably and you just can't help it. OK, so you just continue to eat and eat and eat sweets. What's another thing? Another sign that you may be addicted to sugar is that you have a headache and you feel irritable if you skip sugar for a day. Now, I know that happens to some people related to coffee. And it also happens to people because that caffeine, you can get addicted to caffeine as well. Uh, and it happens to people related to sugar. Now, taking this 10 day challenge, which does start with day one, not saying that it's going to be easy, but it, that's why it's called a challenge. OK, so when we get back. Uh, we will stay on for those who are watching on Facebook and for those on Voice America, we're going to take a little break. But this is a very serious show for me because as I stated, I have people that uh, have been in my life that are no longer with us that have suffered from uh, obesity and, and, other th and diabetes and other things, uh, including my, my mother uh, that is no longer with us. Maybe she could have lived longer uh, if she hadn't had that addiction. Uh, my father was a health nut. And, uh, and, and she uh, cared about her health and we ate a lot of healthy food, but she really, really loved sweets. Uh, so we want to make sure that we're doing what we can for ourselves and for our families. And we'll also talk about our children when we get back and we'll get into some more stats, some more issues uh, related to worldwide uh, statistics. And then in the last segment, we'll be talking about what you can do to combat sugar. All right, we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Join us. Sponsor us. Provide internships for us. Echelon Leadership Institute Open Enrollment starts in January for our Summer Leadership and Business Boot Camp. Students ages 7 to 12 can enroll in Echelon Junior, ages 13 to 21 in Echelon Core. Get enrolled and gain the edge you need to succeed. Echelon Leadership Institute. Join us this summer because mediocrity is not an option. Go to G3QARA.com or call 480-227-9743 today. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, aka community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. 
Stop wasting your time on things that don't matter. Let's get to work and turn your dreams into reality. Adults, teens, people of all ages. If you are a speaker, entrepreneur, inventor, or author, contact Crystal Richardson today to get your business started, get your invention developed and launched, get your book written, and more. Crystal and the Build That Biz team are ready to catapult your ideas from dreams to reality. Call 480-227-9743. Get ready to soar. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Soaring with Eagles. We're very happy to be with you today. Today, we're talking about big business. What kind of big business are we talking about? We're talking about the business of sugar and the fact that there's a lot of companies making money uh, off of selling sugar, okay, putting sugar in items that they make. And there's a lot of people making money on uh, basically, I guess I would say, the fact that there's healthcare costs. Okay, so there's doctors, there's there's institutions, nurses and, and hospitals and, and everything related to the healthcare industry because there's been such a rise in sugar-related illnesses. Cancer is caused by, by too much sugar. There's diabetes, as we know. Obesity causes a number of, of issues. So there's also been a rise in people uh, having exercise places, what are they called? Like gyms and workout places, okay? And not sure why I had, uh, uh, I had an issue trying to, trying to figure out what those, what those were. So they're fitness places and, and gyms that people go to. Now, that is okay. Exercising is okay. Exercising is good, but you can't just do that and ignore the fact that there's sugar in everything that you eat. So there were some people on the documentary Fed Up that was from, from 2014. There's also Sugar Coated and some other documentaries that you can pull up on Netflix or on um, Amazon Prime or, or whatever you may have and take a look at those. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that you cannot just exercise and not look at your sugar intake. Now, uh, if everyone was to go to their kitchen right now and look at every single thing that they have in the refrigerator, every single thing that they have in their cabinet, I can guarantee you that there is sugar in absolutely everything that you have. Even if it's like four or five grams or 20 or 30 grams, there's a chart that I have that talks about how many grams uh, actually equates to what it equates to in, in teaspoon size. So people a lot of times don't understand that. And so when you see something and it says 33 grams, you also need to look to see what it says for serving size. Now, even some drinks, it'll be a bottle of iced tea, for instance, that I'll get. And it may say 20 grams or 25 grams. And then you look at the serving size and then it will say 2.5 serving size. So if you multiply 25 times that two or 2.5, then that's a lot of grams of sugar. And since I mentioned the chart related to sugar and, and the teaspoon size, let me just show that to you. So if something has one gram 
where the label says one gram, that equates to a fourth of a teaspoon. Now, a lot of what we have in soft drinks and other things are way over the last one that's on here is 20 grams, and that equates to five teaspoons of sugar. So if your drink has 40 grams of sugar, 40 grams, that's like you just went and just ate 10 teaspoons of sugar. Now, if we think about it in that way, then we say, oh, that, that's, that's crazy. That's gross. But that's what you're doing. That's what you're eating. That's what you're intaking. When you have a can of soda, when you even have tomato sauce that you use for your spaghetti that has sugar in it, when you have the pasta turns into sugar in your body, when you have bread, when you have cereal, even if it's not frosted, it already has sugar in it. Now, some may take issue with this next thing that I'm going to say related to the documentary Fed Up. But one of the stats that they had is based on what we're doing right now and how we're going about our eating habits. They're saying by the year of 2050, one of every three Americans will have diabetes. One in every three Americans will have diabetes. Now, is diabetes something that can be monitored and be controlled? Well, of course it can, but why would we even put ourselves in that predicament, okay? The other thing right here that I have is the prevalence of obesity across the world. And if you can see and hear what I'm saying on this particular one, we're looking at the United States having some of the highest, highest percentages of obesity, okay? as well as there's some other areas that, that come right behind the United States. Uh, there's areas in Canada, as well as Russia, Australia, and then even other countries that have where obesity is on the rise. This particular chart also shows related to BMI, okay? There's, there's some related to BMI. Some of you may have heard of that, your body mass index your body mass index. It has to do with the weight of, of a person and, and their height. And, and then also there's an equation that, that they do, but there's more than just that little equation. You can also go to the doctor and they can have you do a test. And there's other things that they can do, but there is a, a quick calculation that you can do to get your BMI. And even some people that want to have surgery related to being obese, uh, you have to be over a certain BMI in order to even be considered. And me, what I mean is considered in having some insurance uh, money that pays for that versus if you pay out of your pocket. Uh, so it needs to be considered uh, a condition. And then some doctors do even have where you have to get down to a certain weight for them to do the surgery so that they can do the follow-up surgeries related to sagging skin and, and other things. Now, one thing that was sad about this documentary is that they also looked at youth and they looked at children. And the rise of children that are obese uh, is, is just alarming. And part of that has to do with the school meals, okay? Now, if you make your meals at home for your child, you know what's going into it. But even if you make your meals at home, I can guarantee you this word that's on my face, sugar, is in a lot of the things that you put into the lunch for your children. And why would you do that? Why would you, why would you purposefully give your child something in abundance that is more addictive than cocaine. 
It's eight times more addictive than cocaine. Now, I'm not saying that they can't have a little treat, but having a little treat is different than giving them something where every single thing in their lunchbox is something that has sugar in it. And that's the same thing with a lot of the school lunches. If you uh, are one of those active parents, I would uh, encourage you to go to your particular school and see what they have or have them send you what is on the menu for lunch. There's a study that was done. One of the other things I looked at, you know, was lunch across the world. There's a lot of places that still actually have chefs that make lunch for the students at schools. Here in America, that's something that we've gotten away from. Here in America, there's where uh, 80% of the schools have fast food either as part of the lunch or it's readily available for the, for the students, uh, either in vending machines or there's the fast food places that are, are right around the schools. But 80% of them actually have that where there's a lot of fast food as part of the program. This poor lady <laughs> worked in the lunchroom that was on Fed Up. That was one of the, the more recent ones that I looked at. Said that they do have healthy options. And out of 341 students, there were only 25 of those students that went over to the other side of, of the cafeteria for, uh, not cafeteria, other side of the line to get those healthy options. And she said, you know, we can't choose for them. They have to choose for themselves. The rest of the people, uh, they got pizza and they got burgers and fries. And there is fruit and some people got fruit. Now, one thing I want you to know about that is that there's a study and I still need to do some more uh, research on it. So feel free to research this for yourself. Uh, but one of the studies that they pointed to, and, and I'm not a doctor and I'm not, I'm not saying that this study is right or not right, but look it up for yourself. There was a study that stated that uh, they went to, this one particular issue went to court, okay? And it was related to pizza. And pizza then after that was there was a legislation that was moved that pizza was considered, it had mostly fruit in it because of the tomatoes being considered a fruit. So when they need to put on there the evaluation of what was served for lunch, the pizza, because of the tomato sauce, could be classified as a fruit and french fries could be classified as a vegetable. Now think about this. We know that french fries are made of potatoes and when you cook them, you cook them in oil and then when you eat them, it just turns into sugar in your system. Plus you put more sugar on it when you put ketchup on it. So french fries and pizza are considered fruits and vegetables in your school for your child's lunch. So when we think about things like that that are going on because there's big companies that don't want their products to be canceled, then that, that's an issue. And why? Because it's big business. They're making big money off of selling these products. And so they don't want their products to be canceled from schools. There's, there's millions and millions of schools. They don't want their products to be considered bad. So they sometimes fund some of these larger companies 
I'm not naming any companies on this particular show. I have all the information right here, but I'm not naming them. Some of these big companies, they partner with companies. I did mention Coca-Cola, sorry. Uh, that particular one where they partnered with them to say that their products, food products, drink products, do not contribute to obesity. And there's studies, legislations being passed because big companies uh, get a hold to these senators and, 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 and Congress uh, people and have them uh, lobby and sometimes win related to getting some of these things changed. So what does this mean? This means that you need to take responsibility for yourself. You need to do what you need to do for you and your family to have a better lifestyle, to have uh, a better health environment in your home. And so a lot of people don't like to cook nowadays. And um, I know like after I watched that documentary, I went and made some bok choy and uh, had some, uh, some other things that I put together, some other vegetables. I like squash and zucchini and, and mix those together with ginger and garlic and some other things because I was trying not to have any sugar uh, after, after watching that. But, um, but that's how I eat anyway. Um, people that, that when they come over here, they know that I have some really cool vegetable dishes, uh, not just because my husband's a vegetarian, but I really like the vegetables as well. So what I'm just trying to get you to understand is that there's a lot going on behind the scenes that you can't necessarily believe everything that you say, everything that you see, everything that you read. Uh, the main thing that you can believe is what you put in your food yourself, okay? So I am trying to, to get you to understand that it is very important for you to uh, do what you can to prepare your own meals so that it does not have a lot of the added sugar in it. Now, I know a lot of times when I do cook for other people, if it's for a big event, in order for it to taste uh, the way it, it needs, to be t needs to taste to be well-received, there's sugar added sometimes to various things that I make, okay? Now, there's also things that help with flavor that is not sugar. So if you are really good about understanding your herbs and your spices, then you, can, you know that there's some things out there that help with that. There's, there's some certain types of oils that are natural oils that have a very good flavor, whether it's um, one of the things I use is uh, toasted sesame oil. Uh, and I also use paprika, which uh, the smoked pap paprika uh, actually gives a sweet flavor to uh, food. And then there's a number of other things. I'm not going to give away all of my secrets related to my secret recipes. But uh, there's a number of things that you can use that can enhance the flavor that do not pack on the calories uh, related to sugar. Now, this is another thing, and I did kind of mention this earlier. It says there are 600,000 food items in America. 80% have added sugar. 80% of the food items that you can get in the store, most of them do have added sugar. So how do you combat that? Well, again, the way you can combat that is by cooking your own food and making sure that you're not using processed food and making sure you're not reading things related to the fact that pizza is considered a fruit because it has, it's classified mostly as a fruit, a percentage of it is fruit. We know that that's not true. 
Okay. So you need to be careful about the different things that you read and skimming by, especially if you're looking at what you need to put in place uh, for your children to help with their lives and their diets. There was a lady on that particular documentary that was saying that a good go-to food for her child was cereal because it's not that there's no, there's not a lot of sugar in that. Well, that is totally wrong. Totally wrong. Uh, there's sugar in cereal, again, even if it's not frosted. So we need to educate ourselves. We need to help to educate our friends and families. We need to educate our children. Child obesity is on the rise. And that was something that was not a, a thing back when I was growing up, back in the, in the late 60s, early 70s. But when there was a change uh, mandated for um, basically by government um, and related to how people started, companies started labeling products as low fat and no fat, in order for it to still taste good, they added sugar. The last thing I wanna say about this before we go on this last break is that it doesn't matter what kind of sugar you're ingesting, sugar is sugar. So some people say, oh, well, I don't eat white sugar, so I'm okay, or I eat a sugar substitute, so I'm okay, or I, use raw sugar, which is better for you, or straight cane sugar, I even have, you know, in my cabinet, um, beautiful brown granules of, 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 of cane sugar, or honey, honey as a natural sugar. The thing is, is that sugar is sugar to your system, because that's straight sugar. Now, when we talk about fruits, Fruit, if you eat a piece of fruit, it has the fiber with it that helps that sugar go through your system because it, it has the fiber. Now, when you drink orange juice as opposed to eating an orange, that is two totally different things, okay? There's still sugar in both and you have to make sure that you, you rinse or brush your teeth uh, after that because of the sugar that sits on your teeth from eating an orange or drinking orange juice. But drinking orange juice is straight, straight just straight, like getting a, a syringe and just putting sugar straight into your system. So you just need to think about these things and also think about it when you're feeding your children, okay? Apple juice, orange juice, all juices, that are from fruit like that are straight sugar. Give your child an apple, okay? There's even certain types of apples that are better for you than other types. I'm not going to get into all of that, but the main thing I'm trying to get you to understand from a nutritional perspective is that it's up to you to combat this because this word right here, sugar, is something that is killing more and more people. It's making more and more people rich and it's because we're addicted. We're addicted. We're addicted. So if you are an owner of a company and you have the opportunity to do education, health education uh, at your company, or even if you are an advocate, you don't own the company, talk to your CEO and see if there's some, some things that you can put in place to help people with this addiction because it is an addiction. See if they can put in a, a fitness program. If they don't have room to put in a gym facility, it might be that they have some incentive where they give uh, a free month or $200 or some something to every person who joins a gym and shows that they've been going, not just joining the gym, you have to show that you've been going uh, so that they can get more healthy as well as 
uh, a food challenge like this 10 day no sugar challenge that I'm talking about. See if you can put some of those kinds of things in place, replace and also maybe replacing candy jars with areas where you have fresh fruits and vegetables. It's a little bit more expensive, but in the long run, it's not because you're keeping people, uh, you're able to keep people at work. They're not off because of health related issues because of having too much sugar. So we need to think about it as far as like a check and balance right that, like that. The last thing I'm going to say on this is that there was also a picture shown of a meal and people saying that it costs too much to eat healthy. Well, it was like four hamburgers and there were drinks and fries and it showed how much that cost. And then it shows how much uh, bread and vegetables and meat that you have to cook with the oil and a few other things, how much that costs. And it, it was probably like 70% of, of the cost of, of the, the fast food meal. Okay, so we need to, to look at things differently than what we've been told. And we need to look at things differently when we go to the grocery store, not just looking at labels, but also thinking about this word sugar. Okay, so when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about a few more statistics, and then we will close with some comments on some things that you can do different to help yourself related to this addiction. Sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine. We will be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Stop wasting your time on things that don't matter. Let's get to work and turn your dreams into reality. Adults, teens, people of all ages. If you are a speaker, entrepreneur, inventor, or author, contact Crystal Richardson today to get your business started, get your invention developed and launched, get your book written, and more. Crystal and the Build That Biz team are ready to catapult your ideas from dreams to reality. Call 480-227-9743. Get ready to soar. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, a.k.a. community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Join us, sponsor us, provide internships for us. Echelon Leadership Institute open enrollment starts in January for our summer leadership and business boot camp. Students ages 7 to 12 can enroll in Echelon Junior, ages 13 to 21 in Echelon Core. Get enrolled and gain the edge you need to succeed. Echelon Leadership Institute. Join us this summer because mediocrity is not an option. Go to g3qara.com or call 480-227-9743 today. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. 
All right, everyone. So we are on our last segment of Soaring with Eagles. Uh, I was looking around there. I was trying to find one specific paper. So uh, sorry for those who are watching me on Zoom or on uh, Facebook. Okay, so this is our last portion of sugar, the business of sugar. What is what is what does sugar have to do with business? It has a lot to do with business. Okay, and there's people all over the world that are suffering, that are dying. They have joint pain, inflammation because of too much sugar. They're irritable. They can't sleep. Uh, they have a number of things that show that they're actually addicted to sugar. I've said it a number of times already on this show that cocaine is eight times more addictive, sugar is more is eight times more addictive uh, than, than cocaine. And, um, but a lot of people don't even know that they're ingesting sugar. They think that they're doing something good. There's a picture right here that I have of there's a little fruit snack. It's like a kitty snack. And it has the same amount of sugar as Yoplait yogurt. Okay, so you need to understand what it is that you're eating and understand how it affects your body. There's another thing that was on there. I'll just hold that up again at the bottom. Maybe you can see that almonds. If you have a handful of almonds, that's around 231 calories. Also, if you have a handful of gummy bears, that's around 200 calories. Now, which calories, even though they're around that 200 mark, which set of calories do you think is best for you? Those who voted for the gummy bears, you're wrong, okay? So the 200 and so calories of almonds is better for you because of how it reacts in your system related to going through your intestines and your liver, your pancreas, like all of the different things that have to work together that some of it, you know, it actually, there, there's fat that, that's produced or there's, you know, the, the insulins that are produced uh, as opposed to just it, it's absorbed in your body as something that's nutritious, okay? So you need to think about what you're eating for your snacks. I like crunchy things. So that's why I eat nuts. I actually eat almonds and I eat a number of other nuts uh, that are considered fatty nuts, like walnuts are fat, more fatty, but they also have uh, some good properties for you. Uh, almonds have uh, very good properties for your body. Uh, and I eat um, unsalted, roasted sunflower seeds, the, the kernels. And uh, people talk about me for popping those and popping almonds and things like that all the time. But the thing is, is that you have to do what's best for you. And what's best for you is to be healthy so that you can run your business if you're an entrepreneur, uh, to be healthy so that you can help your employees understand more about their health. Because if they're sick because of health-related uh, um, illnesses, then that's time off that, that you have to cover for, okay? So if you're pumping at least the knowledge into them about their health, it might be that something catches on and they do better. But if all you're pumping into them is there, there's, there's donuts on this day, there's cake on that day, there's candy jars all over the place, there's no fruit, no vegetables, nothing that's incentivizing them while they're there for 8, 10, 12 hours for you as a business owner, that's not good. That's not good, okay? So uh, try to have at least options and then try to even have where you have fruit and vegetable Friday or something like that. I don't know. Be creative, but have where you do things to help your people to do better. The same at your home. Parents, have where there's a fruit vegetable day or have where you introduce various uh, 
fruits and vegetables to your children. Now, don't introduce the vegetables by cooking them to death and putting sugar stuff on the vegetables because that's not that's not helping. Okay, uh, cook them to the right temperature where you know it still has uh, the nutrients, and then try to get them to like it based on your herbs and your spices. Uh, if there's anyone out there that knows me that wants to come to my house and have have me cook you some vegetables, you know I'll do it. And people have been over here for for vegetables and different things that that I make, and and they love it. And there's no sugar in it. Okay, um, my pastor's wife is addicted to my bean salad uh, that I make with the various vegetables. There's lots and lots of vegetables and different types of beans. Um, and then there's other things that I make that are that are just vegetarian that are pretty good. So. Find a friend, <laughs> wherever you are, find a friend that, that cooks good vegetables and knows what to do, you know, related to the fruits. Uh, eat avocado. That is uh, something, it, it's fatty. It is fatty, but it's natural and, it, and it's good for you, okay? Now, one of the things that I wanted to go over, and then we'll go over some of the other health swaps, that's, that's what they're called, kind of a little tongue twister for me. Let's see if I can do it again. Health swaps is looking at, um, we'll look at some of those in just a minute. So this particular uh, study that I'm looking at, and I wanted to give kudos to CNN, to um, there's another guy that I got some information from. Um, I'll have to find his name and make sure that I write it in the comments so that you know where some of these results came from. Uh, Washington Post, there were a number of articles that I looked at related to the topic for today. And I apologize for not remembering the guy's name. It started with a B, but I'll have to find it and I'll put it in the comments related to this information. Okay. So this particular one was from a, an annual report from a, a company and it said 80% 80 of the population suffer from vitamin D deficiency. So that is something that can really affect your health. So you need to understand whether you are one of those people, go and get a blood test. And, and see, not just related to vitamin D, but see what other things you may need to, to look at uh, with your doctor. And then take a vitamin D supplement. 45% of participants consume fast food more than three times a week. Okay, so if you're one of those people, try to at least cut it down to one time per week and then zero times per week. 83% of the population does little or no physical exercise. We have to have that in there. Okay, we have to have that in there. It's not the, the, the be all end all. You have to cut down on sugar in your diet or the exercise won't really make a difference. So please think about that. Okay, here we have some health swaps. And this says rather than eating candy, uh, try to get some fruit. And then rather than eating salt, eat some vegetables and use, use herbs instead of salt. There's lots of great herbs out there. <coughs> Excuse me, rather than using butter, you can use avocado. And then rather than using regular milk, you can use maybe almond milk. And then rather than a donut, you can have a, a banana or some other kind of fruit. So again, obviously we know that bananas are very sweet, but it's a different type of sweet. And then you also have the fiber. Another thing we want to look at is your grocery list. So if you would like to have oats and things of that nature. Um, you still can have dairy if you, if you if you like to have dairy, but again, cooking it in a manner that does not have sugar, uh, as well as meat. Um, don't put the barbecue sauces and the, and the ketchups and the other things on it that, that has sugar. Use herbs, 
Another thing is uh, there's lemons. It, you can use on your food. It gives a, a great flavor. And then there's also apple cider vinegar mixed with herbs. Wow, really just brings out the flavor, okay? Now, when we look at fruits, we're looking at various types that have a lot of sugar versus ones that, that don't. So blueberries, strawberries uh, are down there. They have less sugar than some of the other ones do. But, but stay to the, to the berries, uh, plums, lemons, avocado, lime. So things that add flavor but don't add the sugar, okay? Now, when you're at work and sometimes you just snack because you need to try to stay awake, one of the things that this particular one talks about is that you could just go brush your teeth and that can maybe give you that minty flavor in your mouth and it's an activity that helps you to just do something as opposed to, to eating that snack, that mindless snack. And eat something that's high in protein and low in sugar, okay? And don't look at a lot of those, uh, don't get a lot of those protein bars. A lot of them do have a lot of sugar. Another thing it says is stay hydrated or maybe just take a walk. And if you need to eat a snack, eat a healthy snack. And if you can park far away or take the stairs, do those things and get your system going so that you don't eat something with sugar thinking that that's going to help you. Because a lot of times you get that sugar high and then you're right down after and then you think you need to have more sugar and it's just a cycle. Okay, so I hope this show was was informative for you today. It is something that's very close to my heart. There's a lot of different diets out there, the paleo diet, the Whole30, uh, the keto. You know, there's a lot of different things that you can do. None of those work if you're not looking at labels, if you're not looking at what's actually in there and just cooking yourself because some things are still not even on labels. Uh, don't forget about our children. Help them with their lunch options. Help them with their snack options. Even if they go out and do something at their friend's house, uh, you can at least have where your house is a house of health. Your house is a house of low or no sugar. I know a lot of people can't go to no sugar, but please message me if you would like to do that 10-day challenge of no sugar, and I would be happy to, to do that with you. Thank you for listening on today. Uh, we have a number of other great shows coming up for you that we're looking forward to, including, as I mentioned, Sharon Lecter uh, will be on, and she has written her uh, really awesome book, Think and Grow Rich for Women. We're looking forward to that show. Thank you for those who gave me information about how you start your day. Appreciate it. And I hope this helped you understand the big business that is in sugar. Don't take a part of it. Don't take a part of it. Try to, to do your best to help yourself and your family not to have those health care costs. All right. Take care. Thank you for watching this segment of Soaring with Eagles. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again next Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world.